0: Welcome to the Marshall Pruitt podcast, brought to you by Cooper Tires and the Justice Brothers. In our short form interview series, catching up with, we have our man, four time IndyCar champion, three time Indy500 winner, Dario Franchitti, a first time esports sim racing winner as well. This past weekend, going up against a variety of names that many of you really love to see competing on track today. All manner of stars. Some legends in there as well, which we discussed. Dario is so happy to get a chance to race for the first time in a simulated capacity Rabum BT44 Formula One car. Came out victorious. Just wanted to speak to our pal. Been on the show many, many times, about this. What's it like to go and do some esports and have some fun, but also be competitive, whether it's Tony Canon. Juan Pablo Montoya, Max Pappas, Uh, good lord, Uh, second place overall is good friend Darren Turner, who we got the sim rig from that he discusses, to Emerson Fittipaldi, there's a great story at the end of our discussion about MO, just fun catching up with our man, find out where this esports thing fits in his head, and whether it might stick once we're done here with the coronavirus, and we can get back to real racing, so... That's about it. About 15 minutes with our man, Mr. Frankiti, the world's newest legend winning in sim racing, here on the Marshall Proof Podcast, brought to you by Cooper Tires and the Justice Brothers. Mr. Frankiti, Victory Lane spraying virtual champagne? Is that a thing? I don't know, but I do know that you had a pretty awesome weekend winning in a vintage Brabham formula one car tell me about that and where does it fall weird cool I don't know the folks you raced against were amazing but I don't know where virtual racing lands in your mental register
1: yeah I, I kind of don't either <laughs> it was it was an odd one it sort of started when we started doing this social distancing and just before that I uh I thought hmm I'm going to need something to do here when uh, we all get locked up in our houses. So I went up to Darren Turner's place um, just up the road beside Silverstone and um, did a bit of testing in in his various simulators and picked one, got him to deliver it. And um, actually, that's not true. I got him to deliver his uh, demonstrator model because I wanted it then and there. I wanted the instant gratification.
0: Darren's um, a good man.
1: Darren is a great guy. And um ended up battling with him for the win actually in the in the uh the, the, the they call it the legends race, we call it the old people's race.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: but um so it kinda of started there, Marshall, and um I was sort of going in there and I would sort of pick the craziest car I could think of and then like, Okay, what track do I want to drive that on? Oh, nine seventeen thirty, of course. The like <laughs> oh, Great. Well that's good. Oh, um, 1993 Jean Alesi Ferrari, Alton Park. You know, it was like just stupid things like that. Fantasy,
0: but that's the brilliance of it though, right?
1: Exactly, and that was the fun. You know, we put, um, at that point, Marino uh, was still, and and Luca, and those guys were still coming around, and Holly were still coming around to the house. We put Luca on the old Monza banking in in a 330 P4. (laughs) Uh, So it was just stuff like that. And then I was... I think I might have actually been working behind my desk one morning. And Canaan phoned. He said, oh, "I've got we've got this idea. We're going to do this uh, virtual race for the for us old guys. Do you want to do it?" Said, yeah, sure. And that was it. And it just steamrolled from there. And then the next thing we were we were practicing, and they, they organised some testing for us at Zandvoort, which was really cool. Um, and then they chose, I think it was like Silverstone National Circuit. So we did a bit of practice there. And, uh, and off we went.
0: Tell me about this construct where, we're, again, we're talking legends, old farts, but still many of these are friends of yours, contemporaries, uh, Formula One world champions, Indy 500 winners. I mean, this we're not talking a bunch of old punters here. We're talking some pretty serious star power. I know you'd love to do this at a Goodwood in the real world or somewhere else, but Tell me about some of the names because I know, yeah, folks think of you as Dario Franchitti, guy who's won a lot of stuff. I know you looked at that entry list and were like, "Holy crap! <laughs> I get to race you know, with this guy."
1: Well, the one person I looked at with respect there was Emerson Fittipaldi. The other guys, okay, one person's sort of legend is another person's guy that they used to share hotel rooms with. <laughs> so, <laughs> you know, there was the, 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 the achievements of that group was. Well, they were pretty special, but these are guys that we've all known each other since we were kids, and the and the smack talking was was incredible. I actually have a video of IndyCar steward Max Papis um, taking me out after I'd taken him out in practice. I I spun him going into cops, and so he just drove straight into me. I might put that up later, um, <clears> but that was kind of the the spirit of this whole thing. It was just fun. It was just really a good laugh, and the and the. The, the whatsapp group the chat in the whatsapp group was as as much fun as the race really
0: racing a mid 1970s brabham formula 1 car granted we'd love to do that in real life uh, and actually i've i've got a friend who has a bt44 um tell me about getting stuck into this you obviously have decades of experience driving real racing cars What's the experience of getting a virtual vintage F1 car to be uh, something you could master?
1: Well, luckily they wouldn't let us change the setup because otherwise I'd have been there for three days just tinkering with springs and cambers and, you you know, just going down the rabbit hole. So they wouldn't let us change the setup. But the, the biggest thing I've found so far with sim racing is just getting the pedals and everything set up to work with the the feel you want from from the brakes and 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 the throttle and all that sort of stuff. Um, and then I was just getting used to that that weird sort of tiny front tires, and you got to slight get it into a bit of yaw, and then crack the throttle and and get on with it. And especially at Zambor, around that last corner, going flat in this big con- sometimes controlled slide, and I was having all these sort of Ronnie Peterson visions when I was getting it right. <laughs> And then sometimes I was getting it completely wrong and having the biggest shunts in the world. So um, thank God it was a simulator. But just great to to really find the limit of that thing. And and you could tell that, you know, we we all did a lot of practice, although according to what Dixon told me today, not nearly as much practice as the current guys have been doing, uh, trying to get ready for their race.
0: Losing their mind. Absolutely losing their mind. What is the sensation like, Dario, uh, of... Doing this thing that you love that has been the basis of your adult life, but doing it in a, you know, your proverbial basement or man cave staring at a monitor, does the mind, I guess, the quality of the sim rig, of which Darren's are amazing, but I'm sure the sim rig has a lot to do with it, but is there any mental switch point where not that you believe it's real, but that at least the sensations are similar to what you're doing? Does it feel at all? Yeah.
1: I mean, you obviously don't get that—the G-force or the, the impression in your uh, in your ears. You don't get the the the, the, the balance. Um, it's all about visual and and audible. It's all about what's going on, what, what are you hearing, what are you seeing, um, and then the kind of the feedback a bit through your 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 hands, but not not so much. So that was a little bit different. Um, just trying to, to 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 get used to that. I mean. When I was leading the race, it, it, it didn't, it felt more difficult than, than, not difficult, it felt more stressful almost than the real thing because in the real thing, I never felt, found myself coming out of focus. I was focused from start to finish. This thing with three laps to go, I suddenly thought, oof, better not screw this up. Yeah. Which was, you know, that, 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 that thought would never have uh, occurred to me. And, um, so that was a bit weird. But uh, you know, the, afterwards, the the feeling of elation was, was, was pretty cool. I must admit, I really enjoyed that. And uh, we all sort of went and got a beer out of our fridges. And we went back, and we all sort of took pictures and sent it on the WhatsApp group of us all having a beer, celebrating. So it was uh, really
0: cool. Oh, that's brilliant. So speaking of brilliant, and I know you would have reveled in this. Granted, you were busy going forward in the race, but I'm sure you might have seen... Shortly after it happened or learned afterwards, our man Juan Montoya caught up in a first corner collision with Emanuele Pirro. I mean, you know, some of the some of the guys you know, maybe don't stray too far from reality. Right. So actually, this virtual racing could be fairly, fairly accurate. Did, did you give uh, any <laughs> folks, uh, you know, a proper proper tongue lashing for some of their their poor driving standards and whatnot?
1: Nah, I mean it was it was so we we it was so sort of again lighthearted when we were testing we'd all end up in groups and sort of look for each other and sort of have a, have a race, um, but you could tell who was sort of switched on. Obviously, um, Monty does a lot of sim racing. Um, besides the fact he's one of the greatest racing drivers, you know, ever. Really, he's pretty special. But he does a lot of sim, um, so we expected him to be quick. But Piero was quick from from the off. And I don't know how much he does at home, but he was he was fast too. So um, th- th- those guys were, were were pretty interesting to watch. But, but th- you know, Monty doing that, I think he just got caught out. I think he didn't expect Emmanuel uh, to lift because Monty's pretty clean. You know, for all his his sort of attitude and the way he he does things. He, I, I I always found him one of the cleaner drivers um, to race against, and he. But he was that guy that he didn't give you two centimeters when you only needed one.
0: At least we can assassinate his character for no good reason, I guess is what I'm really getting oh, at here. Oh, can assassinate for other reasons, absolutely. I mean, a, just yeah. a deplorable human being. But yes, <laughs> good, at least behind the steering wheel, virtual or not. So, Dara, where does this fall? <laughs> where does this, this league, this Legends League, where does this fall just in the... Annals of what you enjoy and your ability to have fun. We know that we're shut down. We know that we have this global lockdown going on. Is this something that even when we get back to real racing, you think it might be fun to join up with these nut jobs, some of them proper legends as well, uh, and still do this just for fun? Or do you think this is more of a disposable thing to keep oneself amused during this uh, shelter at home period?
1: Now, nah, this this is, um, this is something I've been thinking about, and the the, the, the sort of shutdown was that was really the catalyst to doing it. And I, I think I'll I'll keep doing it. Nothing nothing for me is it replaces doing it for real. Just nothing does. But I can't. You know, I can I I can do Goodwood. I might do Silverstone Classic, or I might have. I'm I i do not know if those events are actually, you know, how how they're going to happen. But even if they do this year, it's sort of a couple of times a year. This thing I can get in, and I can drive, you know, a very close approximation of some wonderful cars at crazy circuits that, you know, I could never—they they just don't exist anymore. And, and so from from that, it's uh, it's really really good fun, and um, it's it's a it's I think it's a fun way of bringing a whole new bunch of people into to our sport, and hopefully, people that are, you know, they're they're are out there racing um, on their Sims, they become, you know, more race fans because they see, you know, they see the Car guys doing their race. They see us all guys having our, our race, um, you know, the, the, this, this weekend.
0: Last quick question. So this past event, the first event, not the first, there will be more. What starts happening in terms of cars? Do you think that folks would be using liveries and such? How involved, you know, are you contacting the Indy blackmores of the world to do custom previous favorite livery of yours applied to whichever vintage Formula One car? I guess there's some personalization that could happen. What what do you think that's going to be like? Yeah, they
1: they to start with, it was very much that you know, we're using the BT44. We're going to use that again this weekend, and they're having a reverse grid race. To the second race will be reverse grid, which is just going to be carnage. I can't wait for that. Um, there was a really cool thing happened tonight that um, we were on our our WhatsApp group and uh, the they, were, they said what's your what what liveries do you guys want what colours do you want and of course everybody starts off and Adrian Fernandez just posts a picture of the Ducati the car and goes I want it to look like this and I said um, I want it to look like the Target car and Emerson Fittipaldi chimes in uh, gold black and gold JPS Lotus please
0: I just thought. Uh, Mate, I I think what I enjoy about this most at a time where you and I know friends of ours, whether it's drivers, mechanics, whomever, or their family members, there's some folks that are genuinely struggling dealing with being at home, not being able to have the liberties to move and act as they want. It's been tough to process mentally and emotionally I love the fact that something like this can be a relief. It can be fun, not just for those who follow and watch. And this has been a popular thing already, but I'm guessing for folks like yourself, who's uh, not accustomed to being contained within walls, that I would say is a pretty cool thing. I think we're going to look back on as well and realize, all right, this is a, this is a form of upliftment as well as entertainment.
1: I hope, I hope we do Marshall, you know, I'm, I'm fortunate that, you know, okay, we're, we're locked up and, you know, we're, we're sort of on lockdown in the house here, but, you know, we've got a lot of space and um, we've got food on the table and all, all those things and we're not under any pressure. There's a lot of people going through some really shitty times right now um, and just looking for some, you know, something, some bright spot, you know. and I've, I've seen a lot, of, a lot of good stuff, a lot of people doing a lot of good stuff and trying to help other people on it that that's been a that's been really cool and people looking for ways just to be entertained whether it's you know on and social media has been great for that in this situation you're know, looking at old videos of old races and old cars i've started posting pictures of my old cars just because i thought well you know maybe that'll sort of cheer up some some race fans. your instagram
0: like feed has been my favorite especially your dtm tales
1: <laughs> Thanks. Yeah, I'm sure some of the guys that worked on the Jaguar weren't too happy with me, but you got to tell the truth. But this I thought is... it was great that Eddie Irvine chimed in on that one too.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I'm convinced that by the time we go back to real racing, we need to invest. You need to go and buy some glasses and optometry type stores because people are going to be bloody cross-eyed from having stared at their phones for two or three months straight. (laughs) So yeah, the social media feeds are burning up and I don't know if we can consume as quickly as it's coming down the pike, but this has been a, uh, it's been good to see folks really with the spirit of let's do something. Obviously it's amusing us, but let's do something that folks might like as well. And thanks again to Dario for making some time This is your first chance listening to all that we do here. Check out Marshall almost 800 episodes for you to enjoy from our back catalog. Plus every imaginable way to download or stream or subscribe. All right. I am Marshall Pruitt. This is our little podcast. I named after myself, brought to you by Cooper tires and the justice brothers. Thank you for listening.